Hello, and welcome to May the Power Protect You podcast. My name is Joel, and with me as always is... Kevin, but not that Kevin. And this is a podcast where we talk about Power Rangers, uh, whether that be toys, TV show, comic books, whatever we want to talk about, because it's our podcast. And not yours. Exactly. So, uh, just as always, to kind of start off um, the Mm -hmm. episode, um, we want to reinforce as, again, you know, we stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, This is still ongoing. Um, Justice has still not been served for, you know, the most recent of crimes, uh, whether it's George Floyd or Breonna Taylor. There's Mm -hmm. so much that needs to be done. Change still Mm -hmm. needs to be made. Um, Again, a great hub for you to look at if you're trying to find ways that you can help, whether it is signing petitions, um, donating in ways that you can. Uh, A great hub for all of these different different ways you can help is Black Lives Matters with an S dot card c-a-r-r-d dot c-o uh just to also reiterate to everybody too like just because you may not be seeing protests or anything on the news um they are still happening like there are some cities where there have been protests happening for every day for a solid month so even though it may seem as if it might have been quiet or died down the movement is still happening and the fight is still going on so please help however you can exactly um so to start the show today, uh, I thought today was going to be a really short episode, but you know, <laughs> things just coming out of the woodwork, left and right. Um, of course, not officially, uh, but to start mm-hmm. kind of with the show, we'll begin with uh, issue 50 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that dropped this last week. Uh, this was the finale to the Necessary Evil arc that has been going on in the comics mm-hmm. since last year, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think about. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, I really liked it. What did you think, Kevin? <laughs> so I really liked it too. Um, I definitely think um, it went about the same beats that I thought it would. Because, um, you know, I've been, you know me, I've been comic collecting for years, as have you. Like, we kind of know what to expect when there's big events that come to a close. It's kind of because it's long form storytelling. And so, you know, I think sometimes people expect, like, oh, all the big crazy stuff is going to happen. And some of the big crazy stuff did happen. But it definitely hit a lot of the beats that I was expecting, you know, very strong beginning. And then the back half of the issue is very much like setting up for the next arc, but then also um, kind of detailing like what the fallout of it is. Um, Of course, I was not surprised when Ryan played with his toy box and we got the Red Tiger Zord. Um, (laughs) uh, It was definitely very. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking of which on that, uh, (laughs) there was an opinion that I read online and I want to get your thoughts on it. It deals specifically with the comic book uh created Uh zords uh i will not name names but there was a thread online that kind of came across my feed which were they were annoyed with the fact that the comic book megazords are not Mm -hmm. realistic and by that i mean like you couldn't make like there cannot be a toy that would fit onto a tiger zord thing of like the red omega zord and like it's not thought out and how they're combined i disagree with that opinion i i think because when you're when we're dealing with the comic book the thing you have to keep in mind is this is a writer and artists some editors and then sometimes Mm -hmm. hasbro employees uh this Mm -hmm. is not a tv show where you have someone who is designing all this stuff then you have a writer who's Mm -hmm. writing it then you have a director Mm -hmm. who's writing. no it's a much smaller crew and to expect them to create a megazord that fits your like how you like designs and sensibilities is just Mm -hmm. not realistic and also like we have limited page space as is and i don't need five extra panels explaining how this zord fits onto another zord like mm-hmm. show me the cool flashy zord get it off screen and mm-hmm. we're done but that's yeah. just my grant on that 
and yeah, we can keep talking about the issue at hand. I just had to get yeah. that out. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I understand. Um, yeah, I think the thing to remember too is like at the end of the day, this is a different branch of Power Rangers than what we've been getting since 1993. You know, this is not being adapted from Sentai. This is not necessarily a comic book that is designed to sell toys. Now, is it designed to promote the show that it sells toys? Sure. And there are some figures that are coming out that do line up with that, sure. But in my opinion, you know, it's it's not the same. And I do think that the, the exclusive swords we've gotten in the designs, they've been very cool. And they, you know, it's a very fun and creative thing that we can only get in the comic books. Yeah. And... I think to place that expectation on, you know, how do you make it work and trying to, you know, maybe they want to mod it and make their own custom toy. Sure. But I think you can't apply the same logic for a comic book medium that a live action medium would have. And I would also be devil's advocate and just say, you know, this is a series where we have a Tyrannosaurus morph into a dragon. <laughs> it's not, it's not that deep like yeah i think i think the thing that it does is it makes these really cool moments and i think and this kind of touches on my thought on the issue it shows that jason and tommy have finally reconciled their differences yes you know it, they've always yeah they've always had their rivalry yeah it's a literal representation of those two coming together yeah yeah like they i mean you know and it's very heavy-handed in that regard <laughs> because it's not only literally smacking you in the face it's literally smacking Hey, blue, but it's uh, still round. it's still it's still <laughs> less heavy-handed than the show has been. Let's be blunt on that. It is even you know, in that. I, yeah, you're you're not wrong. You know, I I am about to get in the mega force, and that's when it really gets heavy-handed. So, um, but in all seriousness, though, like I think you know, don't think too deep into the logistics of it. Don't think too deep and try to apply the TV show logistics into it. Mm -hmm just enjoy it for what it is and have fun with it like it sometimes you just have to watch or read and just tune your brain out for a little bit you know we don't need a detailed schematic and transformation sequence what we have we would have in the show exactly like you said the book is not that long like they have limited space as it is and you know i would rather just see it kick butt and have fun and for what it represented i thought it was a very cool combination yeah so. exactly um, and just to go further more into like the comic book, I really do think this was yeah. a great issue kind of to end the arc mm -hmm. on. Um, mm -hmm. It was not full of like huge events or major things that we, like you said, we weren't expecting. Um, what right. I do think this issue really hit on, though, is kind of what Ryan, uh, as a writer for the comics in both Gogo -Go and Mighty Morphin, it hits on is those character mm -hmm. beats. Um, yes you know from you know obviously we're gonna kind of spoiler some spoils on the major beats we already kind of spoiled one of the big reveals uh <laughs> yeah but you know between like the stone canyon trio getting to step up and them being mm -hmm. the ones that help take dane down that's a huge mm -hmm. character beat for those three because um, that's kind of been their whole arc in this in mighty morphin at least is you know that they you know do they live up to zach trini and jason how do they do that or do they forge their own path um that oh the uh kaya and trini fight at the end mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. in the middle technically uh but that kaya and trini fight which is such a great like ending for those characters you know two of them that we've watched 
be close with mm-hmm. one another, grow. Mm-hmm. And to have that final moment where Trini confronts her and Trini kind of is at her end of this. And Trini's like, you know, I'm not going to show compassion anymore. You have to be mm-hmm. stopped. It is, right. is really powerful and really strong. And I think that's what this issue really excels at. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, other than that kind of, I mean, on the negative side, I would say like, it does go by very quickly. Um, yeah. <laughs> which like I read, I, part of me, so part of me thinks the uh, reading it digitally doesn't help because both you and I right. did our first time through and it was mostly yeah. to read it. So it was done. So no one could spoil us. <laughs> yeah. We were very much like, go, 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 go. Yeah. And um, so I, I think, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, but so I think that's kind of what maybe the first time around kind of messed with my mm-hmm. expectations of it. Rereading it a second yeah. time. I did really, I had those moments hit better. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed them. That being said, I do think, you know, obviously Brian kind of ran out of space for the solar Rangers. They kind of pop yeah. in or like, Hey, we did our yeah. thing. See y'all later. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that would be one of the criticisms I would have for the issue is that they did kind of play a day six Machina moment. Like they, but it also fits with what their abilities are and what they can do because exactly. they can cancel out morphing energy. And considering how big of a problem the empowered were and the fact that we had all the empowered at once fighting a war, that was the easiest and probably the smartest way for them to go through with it. Um, What's hilarious, Kevin, um, is mm -hmm. Ryan was on Ranger Danger podcast doing the boom rooms that he does, and they've released Mm -hmm. the one for issue 50. Apparently... Mm -hmm. The Solarix was not the original plan. Ryan was going to have to come up with a different, like, Des Machina of how they stripped the powers from them. Really? Yes. And it was literally Daphne being like, you know there's a thing we introduced just now <laughs> that we can use for this. Yeah. And Ryan's like, yeah. well, that makes things real easy. So I, it's yeah, kind of... a lot better. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yes, it's frustrating that they kind of came in, they were a Des Machina, they kind of, like, just take those guys out. But... I think it's really cool that that got threaded in. Um, It did, yeah. And, like, it's a really nice, like, a lot of people have said this wraps up kind of the whole Power Rangers arc to this point. And in a way Mm -hmm. it does. It's just how, like, all these things weave together and we get this really cool tapestry Mm -hmm. towards this end. Yeah. Which is good as well. And, I mean, we obviously have some of the teases, which include the new Solar Rangers that we obviously have not gotten to see yet but was hinted by our lovely orange ranger um (laughs) and you know i i don't think they're done with them yet i do think that we're going to see something with them down the road just as the fact that ranger slayer is getting her story continued um what it will be i don't know maybe a graphic novel maybe a mini series but you know overall i agree i think 50 did a good job in resolving everything and it definitely hit those story beats. I was very happy to see the end panel with the Stone Canyon trio. And like, they had that confidence and they were like, we got this, we can handle it. Exactly. And I think, I mean, it, it, it was nice seeing it from the perspective. Cause you know, you can obviously read the book in two ways. You can read it as either these are actually happening in between episodes, um, which obviously makes it a lot harder. Um, or you can read it as, you know, alternate continuity, all that, which is how I've always read it. But just seeing that makes me happy because then you see like them continuing to grow and become even more cur- courageous and strong. Like this was their proving ground and it was nice. Oh yeah, definitely. And um, so I do like, so with kind of this being an ending for this necessary evil arc, I did really like the fact that nothing mm-hmm. is taken off the table. Right. Um, for instance, you know, Dane is beaten, but he flees at the end. He releases Lord Zed and then yeah. he takes off. 
yeah. Kaya and I can't remember the other guy's name, but the Garrison. Garrison, yes. Kaya and Garrison mm-hmm. are put into the canisters, into the dumpsters. They are locked mm-hmm. away. They can be used anytime. What this says is it gets out everything off the board. We're at a clean slate. Um, the threat mm-hmm. is kind of neutralized, but mm-hmm. these things still exist and can be brought back if like a writer yep. chooses to or if Ryan oh, yeah. wants to. So I really do like that. It's like there's this weird kind of um, comics continuity that we're building and that can be played with in different yeah. ways. Yeah, we're definitely they've been building the universe up. Like they've yeah. not only been establishing like this is the current Power Rangers universe, like one of the moments that I loved when, when GoGo started with the Necessary Evil arc was when we had the Rangers and go into their first mission where they met Garrison. Yeah. Um, or no, when they met the Queen that they fought back in, you know, the early issues of GoGo Power Rangers. And they had that panel where they invited all of these villains and you saw Elgar and Darkonda and Queen Machina. Like, they were able to say in those moments, like, the main universe exists. Like, these characters are out there. We may not be showing them, but they are there. But yeah. then they're also building onto their universe and adding those things like Dane and like Kia. So, um, yeah, I think we're going into a new era, and I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, moving forward and what we end up seeing happen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So what did you think of the, so kind of, again, spoilers, we've been spoiling this the whole time, but uh, the (laughs) final end credits reveal. Ah, yeah, so it... (laughs) Oh gosh, yes. It was probably one of the worst kept secrets in comic book history, I think, for Power Rangers at least. Yeah. But the return of Lord Draken, we've known it's coming. We've known that it's it's been in the works. Like it Draken is probably the biggest character to come out of the comics. Yeah. And it's Tommy. And, you know, I everyone has their opinion on Tommy. Everyone has their thoughts on him. Um I do like Draken and you know, we've gone long enough without him, I think. You know, we last saw him around issue 30, 31 of Power Rangers or the finale of Shattered Grid. Like, we haven't seen him for almost two years, I want to say. Or at least a year and a half. Yeah. Um, so he's back. And, you know, obviously he has been neutralized. He doesn't have his powers anymore. He doesn't obviously have his godlike powers from Shattered Grid. Um, and him being in the final panel was a very exciting reveal. Um, yeah. Obviously... Oh, go ahead. Well, and so what I like about it is he's not, even just in this one panel that we see, it's not the same character that we dealt with in Shattered Grid. This is not this Mm -hmm. confident, egomaniac, you know, evil villain. He's scared. He was fleeing from something. And his final Mm -hmm. message in this is, they're coming. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like that that kind of flips it on its head, and you know, that he is yeah. fleeing to the Rangers, the only people he thinks can protect him. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm really kind of curious what that means and kind of yes. what role he'll play going forward. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think he is going to become a, not an ally, but I think he's going to be a very temporary truce of the Rangers. Yeah. You know, I, I do think he's been humbled since Shattered Grid. I do think that... You know, because obviously when him and Tommy had their final fight, like, I do think Tommy really got to him and shook his core. And I think that he obviously is a different man and he's unhinged and, you know, he's had to face all these realities and face all these things that he's done. Um, I mean, but we also know that Draken is very power hungry. And, you know, I, 
I would not trust him as far as I could throw him, but the Rangers are going to have to trust him no matter what happens because he needs their help and he'll be the only thing that can help them with that, whatever it may be. Yeah. And with, and as far as we know, all of the uh, Morphin Master emissaries are off the board now. So he is probably the most knowledgeable yeah. in regards well, to them. Yellow's still alive though, isn't it? Uh, I'm assuming based off the story cover for issue 50 where we see the death of red that yellow is probably not long for this world either yeah i i I can't imagine that unless you know but maybe that's a thing maybe yellow is off somewhere and we will find out what happened to yellow Um, yeah but i'm assuming dead until we find out otherwise yeah i and that's fair too like we don't know for sure um i do think that yellow may still be out there maybe yellow will be able to help do something for it so you never know we shall see yep yep and so uh the next issue i believe issue 51 will be coming out on july 15th along Mm -hmm. with the free comic book day ranger slayer road to ranger Mm -hmm. slayer one shot uh so Mm -hmm. you know we won't have to wait long to kind of find out what the next arc of uh, mighty morphin is going to look like yeah um and as always we encourage kind of you know with the comic books make sure you're going out and supporting your local comic book shops um yep they're kind of really important and vital to this industry and also mm-hmm. they're a small business that really probably recently with all of the COVID 19 coronavirus shutdowns that have had to happen probably are mm-hmm. kind of hurting so definitely go in you know pick up what you can uh kind of toss a little bit of money extra their way you know help where you can because yeah you, these are the things that help feed this industry uh mm-hmm. so you True. know go in you know even you know right now you can go in and tell them that you want the uh, ranger slayer one shot that's coming out later on in july or that you're interested oh, yeah. in the dragon mini series that you need that put to a pull list uh definitely these mm-hmm. are things you can do to help um and if you're not sure where a local comic book shop is if you actually go on boom studios website they have this really cool mm-hmm. little map where you can look at and it can tell you where you can go to kind of help support a local comic book shop in your area mm-hmm yeah and even if you don't necessarily see any shops in your area always do some searching around too. ask your friends mm-hmm. um because sometimes there's also like little brick in the wall shops that don't always get on those sites um so even if you don't think that you may have one take a look you never know what you'll find exactly and um, even if you're not like necessarily able to leave the house may if you call many of them some will actually do shipping to your home uh, mm-hmm. I know uh, my area right now is probably about to go back into a lockdown kind of situation um, and my comic yeah. book shop has already brought up you know hey we will ship to your house don't worry we're not going to be closing down anytime mm-hmm. soon so you know there are options in ways you yeah. can help out and i will actually I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and plug one too um two websites that i've ordered from that have been absolutely fantastic so even if like you're looking for an back issue and you may not find it mm-hmm. things from another world which is based out of oregon tfaw.com fantastic shop i've shopped from them before they usually have some good deals if you look um especially on back issues because they'll put some series for a dollar each so back when i was re-getting my power ranger issues like i was getting several issues for a dollar a piece yeah um and then mycomicshop.com is also a really good location they tend to have older issues but they usually don't discount them as heavily so but if you're having a hard to find issue there's also resources there yep um and also i mean if boom studios does carry some uh issues on their website as well mm-hmm. um it's yep. a little clunky how they work but definitely check yeah. them out as well <laughs> but i mean of course if, if it's a way to get it definitely do that yeah uh you can. and so kind of before we leave the comic book world something literally just dropped today <laughs> that we kind of get to talk about and it's 
so it, it may be considered a little spoilery. Um, I will try to kind of put a timestamp for all of this. Uh, so hopefully we won't, you know, spoil anyone's enjoyment. But apparently um, there's going to be a relaunch to the Power Rangers series coming soon, maybe? <laughs> if, if it's even, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, a, um, um, yeah. so a listing was discovered on Amazon for a Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers number one collection to be released in April 2021. So, what the detail? It does go into like details of what it is, um, and they're kind of spoilery for what's going to be going on in the comics. Um, but yep. it also teases some things that we've not known about. Um, but the big thing is that the it mentions that there is a co- a collection of two issues: Mighty Morphin Number One and Power Rangers Number One. Mm-hmm. So it looks like before the end of this year, we will probably be getting a relaunch of the comic books. Uh, yes. <laughs> This kind of came out of nowhere, huh? <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so Raz found these, I believe, and put them on Twitter from the Amazon listing. Um, and I'm sure, I am sure that Ryan is kicking himself right now because he's probably been waiting to reveal this. I would not be surprised if they were going to reveal this at Comic-Con. Like, this is probably what the big reveal was going to be in that case. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, so on one hand, I'm not surprised because I had a feeling, especially with how they've been setting up the Omega Ranger powers and the fact that Jason, Trini, and Zack still have a mission, and with everything going on, like, I knew we would have to get a split at some point, because there'd be not enough space to have six Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and then three Omega Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been waiting for this. Like, I, I have been assuming that at some point we would get a split and we would get an Omega Ranger series that follows the original three, and then you get the Mighty Morphin series that continues the storyline from there. Um, so for those that may have not heard about it, the basic description of it is, if I remember correctly, um, Tommy is creating an all-new team of Power Rangers, and including that is an all-new Green Ranger, which they have not yet revealed who that is, of course, because this just got leaked. Um, so they're going to be facing different threats, um, and then, of course, with regards to the other other Rangers, um, they are having to team up with Draken, and they are going to be facing a new enemy. Uh, and so it's kind of the direction it's going to go into. Um, the Imperials, that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. So we've got, in one book, it's going to be Tommy leading a brand new team of Power Rangers, which... That makes me question some things. You know, is Billy and Kim going to leave? Are the Stone Canyon trio going to leave? Like, do, are we going to have a shakeup of the roster? There's so, an... I, I don't know about that. Because what I think is by new team, this is the team that we now have with the Got Stone it. Canyon. That, that, that's how I'm reading it. Okay. It's, it's a, okay. air quotes, new team of Power Rangers. That's um, fair. I do, the, the, the Green Ranger tease has me very, very happy Cause oh, honey. <laughs> I feel I feel like you and I have discussed this before. The thing we you and I we, well, we know who it, we kind of have a good. There's a huge suspect, but you know they could pull yes. the rug out from under us. Uh, but uh, you know, you and I have spoken about this before. Like one of the things that like sticks in your brain from being a kid is like you really did want to see a team where both the White Ranger and Green Ranger were two separate people. Oh yeah, and functioning yeah. together. Uh, so I'm really excited that that's going to be part of it. Um, I just it's it's a cool idea and I think by doing this it kind of I'm hoping it's them putting a line in the sand and being like hey events of the show can happen 
but this is where we break. This is the official clean break from continuity. mm -hmm. You know, we are no longer beholden to events of the show. Uh, I'm thinking they'll probably have it be like the broad strokes events will happen. Like Kim leaving, Catherine replacing her, Ninja Powers, Ninja all that. Um, But yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be, they're going to break away from the show. Finally. See, but my hope can I be honest? I hope we sure. never. I hope we don't get to the ninja powers anytime soon. I hope. I really hope we don't get to cat anytime <sighs> soon. I, okay. Well, I, I'm okay, sorry. Yes. I get to be this person. I get to say it. I don't like cat. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, I feel You're... so much better. <laughs> Gosh, Joel, I'm, I love cat. I'm maybe, sorry. Maybe it's because I. I don't know. I just. I always. I'm gonna get skewered for this. I probably will. I always kind of liked Cat a little bit better than Kim. Uh, Just nope, a little nope. bit. Podcast over. We're done. Shut this oh, thing no. down. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you, you and I, you uh, and I will agree to disagree. Mm. I, I don't know. I just, I always feel like I liked Catherine more. Maybe it's because she stuck around longer than Kim did, and that's when I grew up. Because, like, when I grew up with Power Rangers, most of my early memories are of season two. Like, I watched season one, okay. and I fell in love with it. So, like, I didn't have that. Like, I didn't stay with Kim as long as most people did. And I think Kat really brought something different and unique to the show in some ways. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just not. Maybe my view is wrong. Who knows? But No, I, you're, you're not. You're valid. You're absolutely yeah, valid. Yeah, but you're, you sit, girl, you're sitting there laughing like... <laughs> You sitting there about ready to go off on me like 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 oh lord mm. no Wait. I would never I would never I would never I know, I insult know. someone I'm just teasing darling I would never tease someone for their wrong opinions about certain characters that are te- spitting my water out you need to calm down um, so, I, okay it's fine it's fine I'm, I'm just okay. my, so my thing on it is um again this is kind of going in with knowledge of the fact that ryan has talked about this on ranger danger is the fact that gogo with what they were writing and having to tie it so much to the like white light arc and having to really build around that was a pain Um, oh yeah in addition to having to do what they were doing with necessary evil and all the other Mm -hmm. things and making all that align i really don't see us tying into the show at least Mm -hmm. like if it happens what what i would like okay Here's my pitch for it. Mm-hmm. If the events of the show happen, they happen and they are markers for when time has passed. Right. That's so what I'm thinking too. If yeah. we get four arcs down the line, that there's a break there and they come back and they have the ninja powers. Mm-hmm. You know, we get two or three more arcs into that and then we get a break and Kim is gone. Kat is now in her place. I don't, what I don't want is I don't want those to be factored in as story beats because we don't right. need no, to see Ninja Quest again. Yeah, we, we don't need to see the transfer yeah. of the pink powers. Like, yeah. Well, and that's what, that's what I was getting at as well. Like, I I agree. Like, I do want that to be because that's what I kind of liked about when Necessary Evil started was like we had a time skip, but we also knew like this was literally right after the power transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then of course Gogo showed us the power transfer and White Light. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I do. I agree. Like, I'm not. I'm not fully ready to get to the season three story stuff yet, or the abilities and the powers, even though I do, I do love season three. Season three is one of my top Power Rangers seasons just because of everything it does. But I agree. Like I, I want to be story markers. I don't want to see Ninja Quest again. If I want to see Ninja Quest again, I'll watch it on Netflix. Yeah. There's just, that's a good idea. I think I just, there's a lot with like kind of 
people constantly be like, well, when are we going to get to Zio? When are we going to get to this? It's like, hold off. Yeah. We're doing, I... we're doing interesting things. Um, I think that's why, like, the Omega Rangers getting their own book is really cool. Because, like, mm-hmm. the Omega Rangers can do whatever they want. Yeah, they're not beholden to anything. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no. We have no canon for what happens other than eventually Jason shows back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, a, that's all well, you get. So I, yeah. I'm I'm cool, and I and I hope on the Mighty Morphin side of this mm-hmm. is by us introducing a new Green Ranger. This being air quotes a new team. Mm-hmm. We're not stuck kind of playing in whatever space that's supposed to be there that this is kind yeah. of something new we get to see new adventures yeah. with these characters yeah no i agree um but yeah i and i will say i know people are wanting to see zeo comics they're wanting to see turbo comics but here's the devil's advocate i'm going to say if we got to ending the mainline mighty morphin series and we started a mainline zeo comic it's not going to sell mm-hmm. it's not like, I I know people like to think that Power Rangers can stand on its own laurels, and it can in many ways, but if you want the book to sell, it is going to have to be Mighty Morphin. And we can deny it all we want, but, like, Mighty Morphin was significant. It was such a big deal, and I think a lot of younger fans weren't around when it was a big deal. I remember, like, and you remember yeah. as well, like power rangers was huge like in the three the three seasons of mighty morphin oh my god it was like a promised land for power ranger fans Mm -hmm. like and that's it got a movie go ahead it got a movie (laughs) it did and and, and turbo did too but turbo is a different (laughs) if you look at the two of those movies held side by side they are different production values mm -hmm. and the marketing yeah like they they are different things so i just exactly Mighty Morphin, I think, is always going to be this touch point for Power Rangers, and, and yeah. that's kind of something people need to kind of get over. That being said, yeah. I wouldn't mind if we did get, like, a Power Rangers universe book at some point. Um, but, Me you too. know, as we've discussed before, they're, they're doing these trades. Um, the big major one coming out this mm-hmm. year is a Time Force one. Yeah. So, if people and are I'm interested... Yeah. If people are interested in those, buy those. Support those, because mm-hmm. that's probably mm-hmm. where we're going to start to see a lot of the expanded oh, yeah. other shows um getting yeah. kind of more love so i agree you know kind of we did we derailed a lot on that one so that's kind of exciting news coming forward for the comic books um mm-hmm. so the listing on amazon is for april 2021 i bet this changeover happens sooner oh yeah no I, if um... i i would probably around october maybe mm-hmm. yeah. yeah or get I... announced in october for new york comic-con air quotes yeah i i think we're going to see it announced at comic-con this month or this coming that's month. true that's San Diego. i keep forgetting like that got, that's a thing that's yeah, going to happen yeah. i i think it's going to be happening because and you know as you know being a comic book fan for this long and um when big shakeups like this happen they announce it months in advance because they have to order months in advance mm-hmm. like dc's rebirth marvel now new 52 a lot of that shakeup does happen fairly early um I do think that we're probably going to see these issues. Like, I do feel like the Dark Ranger arc will probably be kind of what leads into it. And I'm sure that we're probably going to see these new this new series reboot come in January or February at some point. So, um, uh, well, cause, so my thought process is it has to be a clean break, right? How many solicitations have we gotten through? We're through 53? I think so, yeah. We're, we're around August at this point. Maybe September. Okay. okay. So I my thought is we hit fifty five and fifty five is the end. 
because you want to end on a, a clean you end on a clean number which is like dumb yeah. dumb sounding because otherwise yeah. i would think they would go to 60 and end on 60 mm -hmm. which that, that um, would put us into next year like february of next year yeah so we have the solicitation for number 54 which is september 30th okay and mm. so that that issue also teases the Omega Rangers coming face-to-face -face with a new enemy, one that threatens to destroy all life in the galaxy. Which, so... you put that in, issue 55 sets up the reset, and then the next issue is number one. Potentially. Okay. That's Potentially. So, that, sounds, that sounds right. We have speculated. We, we could put money on it, but uh, I don't think yeah. either one of us would risk that. I... <laughs> But to that, I will say, and I will tell our listeners, all seven or eight of you. <laughs> um, no, we do appreciate our listeners. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, yeah, it's... by the way, let us grovel for you real quick. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I'm going to give a shout out to Chris. Um, Digisect Chris. Uh, Digisect Chris. He has been listening and he always enjoys it. So I got to give a shout out to my buddy. Um, I do love him very much and I thank him for his patronage. Um, but anyway, uh, I will say though, like, and this is for anybody listening, be ready to put these on your pull list because num especially when a series reboots, mm. number ones will sell out very quickly. Oh, yes. And so don't think, oh, I can just walk in the comic book store on the Saturday after it comes out. No, you better put that on your pull list and you better be ready to go get it when it comes out because big time events like these, they're going to sell out. This will obviously get a second, probably even a third printing. Um, yeah. But like even looking back now, like issues that debut Draken, Ranger Slayer, people snatch those up in the hopes that they're going to become valuable. And mm -hmm. so scalpers go in, they will literally hit comic book store after comic book store is frankly pretty sickening. Um, yeah. And they will buy all the issues. So just be mindful, be careful, be ready. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but with that, you know, 20 minutes of discussion on comic books, we will move on to our next topic, <laughs> yes. which is uh, no less decisive. Uh, we finally got confirmation of lightning figures, lightning collection figures, and it's a big one. The Psycho yes. Rangers are coming. Yay. Yay. Uh, so <laughs> we have not gotten a blurb from Hasbro, but uh, packaging mm -hmm. for the Psycho Ranger five pack yep. has been found and it has mm -hmm. all five Psycho Rangers on it. Uh, yep. I'm excited. Uh, this caused yeah. this caused a lot of um, what will we call it? Drama. Uh, it caused a lot of you know. It's been a hot topic. Mm -hmm. That's that's a good way to put it. It's been a hot topic within the Power Ranger community. Uh, so I, I for one, I'm excited. Uh, mm -hmm. I I like the Psycho Rangers, which be I maybe I'm a little less you know angry about them because i do enjoy them and i do love them mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. i am excited for the prospect that we're getting a full team in a package uh mm -hmm. and you know we don't know what they're gonna look like we don't know if there's special coloring to them we know all we know mm -hmm. is that it is now officially a team pack uh, yep. so hopefully we'll get confirmation and i mean my assumption is with the way it's designed it definitely looks like the uh jason pack from the comic-con exclusive was mm -hmm. it two years ago? Or no, it was only a year ago. Jeez. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm willing to bet it's a Comic-Con exclusive and that that's what's going to be their big thing from Hasbro for Power Rangers. Uh, but I've gone on long yes. enough. What do you think, Kevin? So we've talked about it before on the show, of course, and we have talked about it, what we hoped it would be and what we thought it would be. So I will say yes, of course, always a little disappointed to have to double dip, but I'm okay with that because... 
the Psycho Rangers have been wanted since In Space. Like, that's been the one figure set that I've always seen fans ask about, they've always wanted. And we got them with a legacy line, but of course, it ended early. Um, but now we're finally getting to see them finished. And I do think that, um, you know, it's it's a really good thing. And, you know, the Psycho Rangers are, whether they whether people like it or not, they are some of the most iconic villains in the franchise that are not Mighty Morphin. Um, and to expect and kind of be, like, blah about them is fair, is understandable. In some ways, they do get pushed down our throat quite a bit at times. But that being said, you know, it's... For the people that are excited about it, they're excited, and I'm excited about it, and I think it's going to be a really fun and a really cool way for fans to skip these figures. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the Psycho Red and Blue, because that is the elephant in the room. Um, I do think that, you know, we may see them with special coloring, we may just see them be released. But I think the one thing that people don't realize, and <laughs> I kind of went on a Twitter tirade about it uh, Friday night, I believe, back when it was revealed. Um, and, you know, people were mad. They are upset about it. And I get that. I, I get it because, you know, I, I dropped down basically full price for Psycho Blue. I did not get him on clearance. I dropped full price for Psycho Red and Lost Galaxy Red. But that's kind of the risk you take as a collector. And, you know, I do think... <laughs> our fandom kind of blew up while Transformers fans were kind of sitting there like, what are they doing? Because Transformers fans are probably very much used to this. And well, even like with... <laughs> there's this whole thought of like, oh, they made us buy these other versions of them. Mm-mm. They ripped us off. They made us do this thing. It's like, no, no one... you chose to buy those. You, exactly. You assumed that, like, and, you know, mind you, they do they they play a marketing game of like hey here's this figure this is the way you'll be able to get it it's an exclusive they mm-hmm. play with that mm-hmm. there there is marketing yeah. dragon i'm not going to like lie about that but like yeah. to be mad at a company for using one a mold that they have on hand and to to ensure that a thing will sell by making sure it's an entire set of characters I'm not mad at him. Like, I'm not going to be pissed off at Hasbro for that. And that's the thing. Like, no one ever made anybody buy anything. No one ever made anyone buy a single figure. And that's the risk you run. And I think we need to look back a few weeks ago when Psycho Blue was literally marked down to $2. I don't think that if we would have gotten Psycho Black, Yellow, and Pink individually, they would not have sold. Mm -hmm. I... I think for the Psychos, they have to be an all or nothing. And I even remember after the Legacy line was discontinued, I still saw Psycho Ranger figures in my GameStop for weeks, months even. Yeah. And it is unfortunate that, you know, some fans did do have to double dip, and they do have to, and that's okay. It's okay to be mad about that. It's okay to feel like you were ripped off. More power to you. But at the end of the day, that is the risk you take as a figure collector. You never know. What could happen you know i i don't know if when the legacy line was announced because i didn't keep that much track of it but you know we literally had like the bandai the final legacy line and then right before that a few years earlier we had the other legacy line that had like zed and you know the other rangers so i probably wonder is like were people mad about that so it's it's unfortunate but i think this is going to be the easiest and best way for psycho ranger figures to not only be released but to also sell because at the end of the day that's what hasbro wants they put a lot of money into this franchise they are putting a lot of money into it they are investing heavily into it they want a return 
Yeah, and I mean, like the the thing I think that gets glossed over in this is like, yes, it is double dipping. Yes, you may have to buy two figures, but I mean, one, you know, you and I have discussed this before. Of like, they come with enough mm-hmm. accessories that you can pose the different figures you own mm-hmm. in different mm-hmm. ways. You know, make a diorama of the other Psycho Rangers fighting, you know, other Rangers, et cetera, et cetera. The big exciting thing about this is it's a team pack. And if Psycho, if the Psycho Rangers can get a team pack, what's stopping them from doing another team pack of another series that maybe would not get a single line launch? You know, exactly. Or or even getting like someone uh, I've seen threads about, you know, there are lightning collection threads all over the place across Power Ranger fandom. But I've seen one discussing, yeah. you know, that the these exclusive five packs could really be used for power ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Like, you know, you, rather than looking at the negative side of this, like try to find the positive spin on this. Uh, you know, This is mm-hmm. really exciting. This this is a different way of them doing something. Yeah, um, I agree. That, uh, that being said, I want to see the packaging more because uh, it definitely yeah. looks like it's in a slip cover. Mm-hmm. That that, that outer cover is going to slip off and we're going to have stuff inside of it. I want to see what the figures are. I want to see what they come with. Uh, yeah, I, I'm buying it, though. I'm going to find oh, yeah. to get my hands on it. Uh, so... Yeah, no, that's that's not even a question of whether or not I'm getting it. Like the second that picture came out, I was like, yep, that's mine. Mm-hmm. Um, just like when the Rita Z2 pack was revealed, I'm like, yep, I'm buying that because... I don't know for sure if Rita will ever get a regular release. We may not get a Rita with her gold dress, and I want a Rita lightning figure. So, same for Psycho Yellow and Pink. Yeah, and I mean, like, they're at least doing enough with Zed that he's different than what was initially released. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm never going to complain about having an additional Zed figure, so... Right. Uh, so, here's my question, then. Mm-hmm. So, thinking of if they'd use this team format to release power-ups, what power-up team would you want to see the most? So the first two that jumped to my mind, um, and I mm-hmm. don't know the name of the one, but Mystic Force, they're, I think it's like their legendary mode or whatever. Yeah, Legend of Warriors. Yeah, the with the little dials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would want those. Or okay. I would want... Um, oh, actually, I can think of three. I'd either... I want Mystic Force, their like legendary warrior modes, swap mode for SPD, mm-hmm. or the uh, master modes for Jungle Fury and make it a six-pack and throw in the Spirit Rangers. That would be really smart. That would be a really smart way to get the Spirit Rangers out, too. I love that. Um, Yeah, I think, for me, Mystic Force is one of the ones that jumped to my mind. Um, Because their helmets are different. That's like a way to get a... It is a completely different figure. Yeah, (laughs) well, and but they can still use the basic mold of the Mystic Force Ranger, too. Yeah. I think one that we'll probably see first, and that I almost, I would bet money on it, I would bet money on this, is a Lights of Orion Galaxy Rangers team set. I could see that, definitely. That would be super easy to make. It, I mean, that would be, they've already got the mold for Galaxy Red, so all they gotta do is make a Galaxy Pink and Yellow, and then and snap on the armor, and bam. Um, those would be cool. I would like that, just because I love Lights of Orion. It's a good arc-ish Um and yeah, I agree. I think the Jungle Fury Master Mode, that's a fantastic idea with the Spirit Rangers because it thematically fits, but also it makes sense. Um, and then maybe, just maybe, I wouldn't hate if we got Super Samurai Mode. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, that, that that's a good use of it as well because those are yeah. wholly different yeah. suits. Uh, yeah, so I, but I agree. I think it's going to be 
this is opening up possibilities that if fans will just sit back and take a second to breathe, they will see there's going to be benefits from. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of constantly doomsdaying everything that Power Rangers does. Uh, but anyhow, positive yeah. note: Psycho Rangers are coming. Uh, yes. Hopefully, we'll get a like link or whatever. Um, I'm hoping they'll be pretty easy to get. But mm-hmm. you know, just if you're hearing this, be aware, kind of be on your toes. Uh, if it is a Comic Con exclusive, it will probably be through a specific retailer. Um, and mm-hmm. the sooner you can pay for it, probably the better. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be charged on my credit card. I'll pay it off later. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> moving on. Uh, mm-hmm. Legacy Wars. A new character was announced for the mobile app. It's yes. Kaya, the Omega Blue Ranger. Yes. Perfect timing. They could not have, mm-hmm. you know, decided. Uh, so, I watched kind of the preview for her. I really do mm-hmm. like the movesets they gave her. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's all punch-based and using her trident. Uh, mm-hmm. it's very cool um yeah my hope is something that like because we've now seen this is like the fourth uh fourth technically i would say fifth comic book character um because mm-hmm. you've got like dragon or you've yeah. got Dra- or black dragon you've got ranger slayer you've got mm-hmm. solar ranger i would consider the dark ranger a comic character because he's never appeared yeah, he in the is. show and yeah. then you've got kaya now so we've got mm-hmm. a like ton of comic characters so it's really cool to see that yeah. represented in legacy wars and um yeah don't forget the know, hyperforce rangers are in too they're not comic, oh, yeah. but yeah through that yeah and so th- it's really cool again like i think it's kind of amazing that legacy wars has had the life that it's had considering the mm-hmm. fact this was a tie-in to the movie in 2017 um and it's kind mm-hmm. of grown beyond that mm-hmm. uh, on yeah. a on a similar note staying within the uh comic book or not comic book uh fighting game arena uh mm-hmm. battle for the grid rj will yes. be launching on july 14th so season three of the yes. dlc for battle for the grid will be starting soon mm-hmm. yep and for those fans that have hunted it down um patch notes have also come out pre-patch notes um so they are balancing a lot of the characters and they're changing a few things up um and they also have updated the megazord system nice. so yeah i actually was reading that this morning um so we talked about it before but basically there is a megazord uh meter now and for what it's reading you can now summon your megazord to do some counter moves um but also with the meter the way it works you just take as you take damage your meter goes up uh from the notes i read um apparently you may be able to potentially summon your megazord twice in a match which is a game changer yeah so lots of crazy stuff coming (laughs) very that's very cool yeah, um, and I'm sure that'll help evolve kind of like the meta kind of competition oh, yeah. playing of it. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of just not to breeze through the next couple of things, but the uh, next big announcement is actually <laughs> for the Super Sentai World. Uh, Kira yes. Major is airing once again. So, it is. So Kira May Silver will be making his debut soon. Uh, he uh, actually made it last night, I believe. Oh, he did. Ooh, cool. Yeah, um, there's. I, I saw a clip of his transformation. So nice. Uh, mm-hmm. I have not seen that yet. I'm behind on Kira yeah. Major. I need to catch up. Uh, I do like Kira May Silver's design. It has grown on me. I know I'm mm-hmm. on the record as saying I didn't like it, but I think it's it's kind of gone past mm-hmm. where I can I can accept it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I need to dive back in, but that's really exciting. Kind of we're getting back into the swinging of things. I know a bunch of animes have started back up as well. So. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kind of getting back into the schedule of things airing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so I think that 
if it's okay with you, Kevin. I think yeah. we're I think we're hitting fifty minutes. I think we're okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, save it. Good. Yeah, because that the I'm looking at the question and I'm like, we'll be here yeah, for three hours. <laughs> yeah, we went, we went to a very long talk. Um, yeah, it's been a very. I will say this has probably been a very contentious week for Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> like, and I'll say this, and this will kind of be my last. I, I know last episode I kind of went on my soapbox. You know, I just, that's what I do. Like, whatever, it's fine. Um, but one of the things I talked about on my Twitter last night was just the fact that just keep in mind, like, if you are a fan of something and all you can do is actively hate it, actively want it to fail, doomsday predictions, like, Think about that and think about instead of being so negative, try to find the positives in things. You know, that's what we need to do in this day and age. This world is it's 2020. Like it's been a rough year for everybody, some more than others. Um, but you know, we have enough negativity in the world as it is. And for those fans, if you're even listening to this, you may not be, but if you feel that need to constantly tear down the work of others because it's not what you envisioned, consider what you really like and what you really want to be part of the fandom because maybe it's time to move on. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Like, yeah. there's enough negativity in the world as it is. Yeah. And just, and, you know, not to put it too fine a point on it, but like, you know, look, fine to criticize. It's fine to have issues with things. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. when you're, entire outlook on something is completely negative and it seems to make you more upset than it does bring you joy you know maybe it is time to move on you need to assess that um but you know here on this podcast we're always going to try to find the positive of it we're going to try to be excited um you know i know i've been kind of negative you know uh, (laughs) even on this path i'm so (laughs) sorry i'm so sorry that some of us in our fandom decided to stand um we'll say forgetful characters but um anyway okay (laughs) i knew you were hey you knew what you were signing up for i don't know why you acted brand new i don't know know. why you're acting brand new i love it anyways (laughs) that'll be our show for today uh just as always um if you want to reach out to us um again my name is joel i'm on most websites as thespis punk uh, where can they find you, Kevin? They can find me at BridgeMT3. And also don't forget that you can find our... You're probably listening to it on Anchor. Um, we're on Anchor and seven other podcast services. And our Twitter is at MayThePowerPod. Mm-hmm. And if you want to email us questions, suggestions, comments, uh, you know, or discussion topics, feel free to do so at MayThePowerPod at gmail.com. Yes. And as always, may the power, the power protect you.